Dirty Deeds. Done by Adam Sandler. Dirty Deeds. Done by Sandy Cohen. Dirty Deeds. Why you always make fun of his eyebrows. Dirty Deeds and they're done with eyebrows. Alright. Um... Hello, friends and loved ones listening to this podcast, The Adam Sandbox. You may recognize my voice as Luke and not the voice that normally introduces the podcast. That's because we have a slightly different lineup today. But let's start off by, as I said, I am Luke and I am a butler with the power of teleportation. Oh, I had I had this written down. I had it written down. Uh, I'm not. This is not a podcast. But I can't hurt, can't hurt, can't hurt to tell in the movie. I remember what that was a reference I do, to. I do, but I don't. Yeah, um, I'm Oliver. I'm uh, Oliver, by the way. Um, that was my poorly thought out intro. I'm Mr. Puffy Jacket Man, Morgan Dunn. Mm. I don't I don't remember what that That's was from the very to. like first couple of I seconds tend, of the I, movie. I tend to pick my intro very early on and then forget what it was about. Well, was a, um, I never think about it before, but then like first 10 seconds of the movie, I heard that. I'm like, That's I've my started title. thinking about it because there's a couple of them where I look like a real dickhead. <laughs> I, so, all right, uh... We are missing Chris today. Uh, he went out for a pack of smokes a few days ago, um, and we haven't seen him since, which is kind of weird, because he doesn't smoke, yep. um, but that might be why we haven't... Like, I feel like he doesn't know where to buy cigarettes, also, so... Also, doesn't, doesn't... It's not hard to get cigarettes. No. I don't no, know why people ever use that excuse. Like, it's it's really, like, you, there's... It's pretty just, like, most shops sell... Well, not most shops, but... Like yeah. convenience stores, supermarkets. Like, yep. Yeah, it's not that hard to buy cigarettes. I mean, they've got some, some real ratchet pictures on them now, but you can get them real easy. Anyway, that's, you know, I guess maybe... That's, that's why he's in here. Maybe at some stage we'll we'll hear from him, maybe and, not, I don't know. And just to clarify, that he did genuinely do that. He's not going to walk in partway through in a little bit, like I did that time, in that poorly thought out bit that we did in that episode that Luke wasn't in. <laughs> cool. Okay, <laughs> let's start by recapping the movie. <laughs> So this it's Mr. Deeds. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned that yet. We watched Mr. Deeds, the 2002 look, classic. Look, this you week. will have seen the title of the episode. I feel like you know what's happening, unless you somehow missed. I I don't know what you, what are you what are you doing? What are you doing? Somehow missed the deeds. Oh fuck. Uh, All right, so to a rocky start. There. Yeah, this is ugh, this is rough. So uh, basically, Mr. Deeds is a movie where uh, an old dude who's like a media tycoon carks it. Um, very dramatically He freezes to death That's how this movie opens Very dramatically uh, Yes On the top of Mount Everest uh, Yep And um, and so they have to find his heir Who inherits his vast fortune And it turns out his closest living relative Is Longfellow Deeds Played by the inscrutable Adam Sandler uh, He's the nicest person that he's ever lived nice Is what you're guy. expected to think chill. It's what you're expected to think We will discuss whether yeah. or not we uh, believe that the, to be the, true The whole deal with his character is just that, Yeah, he's like the nicest guy ever This movie's about how country people are better than everybody Yes, else. yes, country people much better than those city pe- Those, those country city folks, people. way better than those city folks They've, Those big smoke Them in the big smoke, they don't have any idea They've got, no values. They they got no values They've got no values Because they've done it again Mr. Adam Sandler and the Hurl He Boy Have put everyone in such a neat little box well, so yeah, okay, so he, yeah. Anyway, Tim, Tim Hurley, he goes to he wrote the screenplay. He's yeah. in this movie. He goes yeah, so he so 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 Mr. Deeds goes to town. Uh, <laughs> it's a yeah. reference. Yeah, it's, solid it's reference. It's a remake of a movie. Uh, anyway, so is this a remake? This, yeah. yeah, Mr. Deeds goes to town is a 1936 movie starring. Um, oh, what's his name? Did not know that. Uh, Directed by Frank someone. This, this yeah, Capra, and it was starring. Frank um, Capra, yeah. I want to say Gary Cooper. Yeah, I think I might be it. Yeah. 
Anyway, uh, we might I, get back to that. I later. didn't look into it that much because uh, I just didn't care. We don't know how closely it follows that movie. Uh, no, I don't know. Morgan might have some stuff to say about it later. But anyway, so yeah, he goes to town. He uh, he he basically ha- is going to sell his share in like the share he now has in the company for forty billion dollars. It's a lot of money. Yep. Uh, you know, events transpire. People want to get a piece of him because he's, you know, a big, rich, famous guy. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of really unethical journalists about. And uh, it's a very it's a very sad look at uh Yeah, journalism. and in the end, in the end, everything works out for the best for everybody. Look, what he does is he brings some small town values to some big town companies. He does, or you know, he at least tries to. He does for better or worse. He tries to, and he punches a lot of men in the face. He punches. <laughs> on... This movie has. So much gratuitous violence. It has a lot. lot. It is got a lot. like it's got a scene later on in the so movie. So much unnecessary violence. It's got a scene very late in the movie that I was like, "Oh, this seems inappropriate." They're fighting too much. Do you mean uh, when Jan and Babe have a full-on fight? Yep. And it's like and he, also, and she full-on cunt punts Jan. Yeah, yeah, like took, multiple times. She kicks just, her like straight on in the stomach, like flying kick. Oh yeah, yeah both of kick. them. Both of them are kicked into a table. Yeah. Also, uh, there's a few like. Also, uh, Mr. Deeds beats up a bunch of different people. Uh, he beats up... Uh, Opera man! He, he beats up a bunch of rich dudes in a restaurant. He beats up a person that we will be bringing up later oh, yeah, as but well. No, the guys in the restaurant, though, it also feels super unnecessary. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, it's like, oh, I do want to do it in front of a lady. You could just go, okay, just walk away. Yeah. Oh, she's like, I don't mind. He's like, okay, cool. And then beats them all no, up. Look, That's a good look, joke, though, because look, it's but like... He's a, but he's a nice guy. Yeah, he's such a nice guy. He only beats up guys that are mean to him Those or swear in front of women. Yeah. They would he only punches a football player in the face because he said a swear word in front of a woman. Yeah. Even though later in the movie he swears in front of a woman, which he does call out, but... Uh, yeah, so it's just there's a lot of violence. It's it's a kind of fuck because I guess they're saying like small town. He's got small town values, and small town values include that like violence solves problems. I'm trying to find my summation. I, I like what I wrote down about that point. But so yeah, he's meant to be like this the nice dude. Yeah, okay. So one of the guys that he beats up because we're gonna have to get onto it sooner rather than later. I think. Uh, no. Are we just gonna jump straight on? Hey, right guess now? what? It's time for the covert Allen report. <laughs> Um, I have something to say about the covert Alan report. I've got a lot to say. Okay. He, he was surprisingly the most covert, yep. but at the least covert yes, at the same time. Because he was time. constantly in disguise. Yes. Including just as a woman at one point, so, which yeah. fills that quota. He's a genuine spy. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's a reporter who's constantly no, in disguise. No, he's a producer. He's not even a reporter. He's just a producer. And he's doing that. I feel like they work. just don't know what they're doing because, like, she's meant to just like Winona Ryder's character is meant to be a producer, but yeah. they're clearly all just journalists. Yeah, they're all just journalists because she's a producer, he's a producer, but he's doing like groundwork. He's like, like doing undercover I guess, stuff. Do producers like... do that on news shows? I have very, no idea. I have no idea. I don't a, know. It's a very loose look at journalism. There's a bit later on where the look, the it's, it's not the, the, focus the, of the movie. news show that would be implicated. Oh, in, yeah. in her doing something wrong. Does just, they... Just it doesn't just expose grossly or, edits something. No, but I mean, like they do an expose oh, yeah. on what she did. They are the ones implicit, like complicit in doing that. But they also take a they take a story where like Deeds does something really good and edit it to make him look like a complete hmm. like it's and it's like don't get me wrong, it's like, crazy. I mean, that kind of shit happens, like you know, editing in terms of like you know to make things slightly different than they are. But it's like literally the opposite of what look, it was look, very the opposite. Look, we're learning. A few this th- movie has a lot to say about ethics in journalism. Well, look, we're learning a lot from this movie. Uh, country people are great. City slickers are bullshit. Uh, and all reporters are scumbags. Especially Australian uh, mustachioed news anchors. Is he meant to be Australian? I no, yeah. he's British. He's a British Yeah, the person. actor is he's British. He's a British person, but in this, he he's, he's comes off very Australian. Yeah, I no, think I, he's yeah. meant to be Australian. I know, it sounds like a stupid, like, I'm pretty sure not he's very good uh, Australian accent. Sure. In, yeah, because I was like, is this meant to be like a Rupert Murdoch parody? Is I don't know, I definitely think maybe? he's meant to be Australian in this. 
don't know, he just yeah, sounds, he has like because at the start I'm like, no, nah, it's just not even it's not even like that's his normal accent or that's um, him trying to do an Australian accent. So I just I think we should I just want to address like some of the 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 the, the actors that appear in this movie. Crazy uh, eyes. Yeah, well, yes. Very uh, pleased to see him. That's back. one of them. Yeah. So uh, Steve Buscemi as Crazy Eyes. He has fallen far from the days of Airheads where he fit in in the 90s. A, and now uh, in the 2000s, he can only play crazy characters. He first appears in jail uh, being given a french fry and Oreo can pizza. Can we speak about that jail for a second? Yep. Sure. They have they're practically walls of bars accessible to the street. Yep. Yes. You can just pass stuff into the end yes. of the Yes. That's really what nearly. he does. He gives them a pizza. What I, I kind of know. prison is that? Uh, it's a small country town. They have value, so they would never do anything untoward. I don't know what you're talking about, Morgan. It's just a jail. That's what they're like. You know, in all these all these old TV shows, it's like cobblestones, and there's, you can just see them. It's how jails work. But you can just pass a gun in, and they can escape. Yeah. Um, but they wouldn't shoot you because they're so, from the country so, um, and they're top fellows. Also, also in works. this uh, in this in this little this little town, which is uh, by the way Mandrake Falls, New Hampshire, mm. uh, we have uh, the the. The Adam Sandler uh, movie Stalwart, Peter Dante, real fat, wearing a fake gut. Yeah, fake gut. It must be a fake gut oh, because he's sure. not that fat. He well, was nobody pretty has... ripped in a rec- in some of the recent. Nobody movies. really has guts like that. Really, yeah, it's just like, it doesn't. Um, it, also, it's also it was at this point where Peter Dante comes into it, and we're first like getting introduced to all the people in this town. It's like, what? What's going on? This this movie's really badly written. Yeah. The, the right, like the the interaction between characters in this movie is atrocious. The True. editing in this movie is bizarre. It's just it all comes together to be like I couldn't tell. Like it was, it's like these. I know some of these people are pretty good actors. Why do they seem so bad? Oh, it's because the writing and editing is awful and it makes them all seem terrible. Yeah, it wasn't that. When, when the I writing know, was, yeah, the writing was. When the editing wasn't. Was no, there was some. The editing. When no, no, writer was in this. The movie. editing wasn't bad. I have some trivia about that. There was some very. Odd editing. Odd. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that. Like, and that it all contributed to it seeming. It, it gave the movie a very like. I remember enjoying this movie as a kid. Watching it now, I'm like, this movie feels weird. If we if we're talking about, you know, sort of introducing Mandrake Falls, there was one particular line that was just like, "What is going on? What is this movie?" And it's while they're flying over. It's um, mustachioed Sandy Cohen. Um, Peter Gallagher, who's Did he that. have a moustache? Yeah, he had a moustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a big old moustache. I've already forgotten. The big old bushy, bushy moustache, like his bushy eyebrows. Basically, um, everyone had facial hair in this. Okay, in so this he's walking through, and they dry, they, they're flying over, and there's fields, because, you know, they're in the middle of nowhere, because it's fucking Mandrake Falls, piece of shit country town. And he goes, and he's like, wow, it's green. Like, he's never seen grass, ever. That's the joke, because he's from the city. But New York has Central Park. There's That's, grass yeah, is everywhere, true. Morgan. Like... This movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the country town, they go to this pizza place. It's like, oh, he writes uh, greeting cards, trying to get these greeting cards. Not like, very good. Greeting. I don't know what the point of that plot line was. I think the point of it, it was like to serve later on when he writes one for her. Okay. Yeah. So there's tons of weird stuff, like like his black foot. It's like, what's this gonna have to do with anything? Oh, yeah. oh no, that has one payoff. Yeah, I know exactly. one payoff that doesn't even just merit quickly while we're on that there. though. That fucked foot. So, so, oh, John Turturro, by the way, John Turturro is delightful. 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 He is the MVP. Of um, this yeah, movie. he is mm. the best in more ways than one. Yeah. Uh, he is fantastic, and uh, so yeah, uh, so Deeds is just like yeah, just you know, go at it, like beat the shit out of my foot with a fire poker. Now, I just want to say he's got no feeling. Sure. Yep. Um, he still has like bones and muscle and yep. stuff in the foot. Like it's probably quite warped. Yep. But that foot, if that foot was broken, he can't walk on that foot. Like no. he's it's the first hit is like you hear a crunch. It's like he just broke his foot then he like impales it yeah. through the foot yeah. sticks it to the ground it's yeah. like that's 
he needs to see a doctor. Yeah. Um, just because it's totally fucked doesn't mean he can't suffer serious injuries. Just cut it off and get a new cool robot foot. Also... I mean, yeah, you may as well at this point. Prosthetic foot would probably be more useful to him. Yeah. Also, as we are led to believe... Because it couldn't get hurt, at least. As we are led to believe, John Turturro loves feet. Why would he beat them up? Well, he loves them. Cause, it's used consistently cause as a also, character he's also about a nice. He's also a nice well, we guy. don't know why he's a nice guy servant. Feet. It's because he's got a he foot fetish. He might be, he's got a foot fetish. It might be a, foot fetish a, it might be a violent a, foot fetish. We're going to discuss it in my foot fetish podcast. That's um, true. It's because he's got a foot, getting off on the foot, foot fetish. And as we allegedly... I think we've done that one before. Yeah, I know. I made yeah. it again. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I, I listened to that episode this week. Um, so, I love that joke. So when we're, when we're in this in Mandrake Falls as well, he's like, you know, they're in there and he goes, hey, this is the thing that you, you'd forgotten. He's like, hey, why are you wearing that uniform? You're not a cop. And he goes, I know I got out of the costume. You can't hurt to pretend. And Deeds' response, instead of being like, well, it can, because you're giving the impression that you are a member of law enforcement yeah. when you actually are not, uh, is, what a Weisenheimer. Yeah. And, also, <laughs> and it's just like, what? And I was at that point as well, I'm like, what the fuck is going on in this movie? And then also, like, he's... But those people are supposed to be there presumably every day to watch that weird ritual of the thing. Like, yes, where he reads Like, them. why is... It, how is that going to trick anyone? That guy does fit in a fantastic... He might category. be role-playing. It might be for himself. That guy does fit in a fantastic category that I love from all these movies. And they're just, like, extras that are given, like, one gag. And they really they it. work it. They milk, they milk it so it. hard. <laughs> they, milk they milk the it. shit out of it. I do enjoy literally those cameos. Those cameos uh, they're good because it's, it's like well that that detective like that detective but... in that one movie was just that was his whole that was his whole thing. Uh, I don't remember what movie Juice that's Bigelow. from. Yeah, the Juice Bigelow with the I weird mean, dick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, also he's in the town. Like he finds out. Oh yeah, so we're going to give you forty billion dollars now. I don't know about you guys, but forty billion dollars. Do you want to know what I'd spend forty billion dollars on? I you, I don't think that you could A fancy old timey record player. <laughs> that's the thing he goes around going oh I'm going to get 40 billion dollars and everyone's response is like oh that's nice, that's nice. Like, are these people Don't all mentally it. handicapped like they're just not capable of comprehending how much money that is well look you know the only thing that's better than 40 billion dollars it's 140 billion dollars social network Oh, <laughs> see, I, that was yeah. That, that was, was horrible. We're just doing that on purpose. No, no, we, no, no. It's a good joke. You Gen- definitely should leave that silence in. That, that awkward silence. I generally, do uh, not yeah, I'm just like, are you going to explain that? Because I have no idea what you're talking. about They just cut straight to us talking. <laughs> um, so yeah, money what, is great. The thing is, though, just think about it for a second. Forty billion dollars, like that—that that is enough money that you. Like people say, you could buy a whole town. But if it was like, like oh, a million dollars, a million dollars, million dollars is not that much money, really. No. Like if you, at our age, in our twenties, you got a million dollars, you'd have to work yeah, unless you invested that money very well. At you your would, age, maybe it'd be fine. Yeah, I am in my twenties. Yeah, old as shit. If you if you get a million dollars, unless you invest it very very well, you're still gonna have to work and stuff like you can't. Forty billion dollars is so much well, money. I think a good way to characterize it is literally those two kids they bought bikes off because he gives out money like yeah. literally. And I love that bit because it's like, you give kids money, like he gave them 20 grand each. Yeah. Kids are like, great. It's like, one of them wanted a pet giraffe and I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stop going to school. So you can't do that. Yeah. That's, that's, that's not enough that's money. Not how that, that's against yeah. the law. That's and against the law. But kids, but like kids, you give kids money and their world is their oyster, man. But kids want well, great stuff. But normally in movies and someone gets sudden a windfall of cash, like the amount that they spend doesn't really track that well. Whereas $40 billion is just truly oh, fuck yeah, you, you could money. Oh yeah, you could do whatever truly you want. Fuck you could you do money. whatever you want. And no... And also, you could donate to some it to, extent. Uh, what, I forget what he. To, to some to. extent, I think that the, yeah. the fact that he has forty billion dollars kind of explains some things that otherwise would make no sense. Like the fact that he, okay, yeah, so he beats up all those guys in a nice restaurant, 
Uh, which also culminates with the opera dude saying, I think I just shat myself. <laughs> opera man shits his pants! Yeah. He's a true opera man. That, <laughs> but that action had effectively no consequences. Like, yeah. that, that bullshit news program... He was being filmed. The bullshit news program, like, did a report on it. Yeah. But it's like, okay, no matter how rich you are, like... You'd have, I guess, like he's not—he's still an unknown quantity. He would get in trouble with the cops. Like he could probably just like buy his way out of it. But still, there's not even that. Like there's no issue at all. But that scene also doesn't really make sense. Like those people are like sucking up to him because they're like, oh shit, this guy. Yeah, what? And they this guy's really to him. And they very suddenly, for literally no reason, just yeah. flip over. It's like yeah, you've yeah. forgotten what you were doing like a minute it's ago. Because like, they realized who he was. They didn't know him, as you say, and they figured out what he was. And it's like, oh, this is yeah, but he's still got a shit ton of money like, that they like, want. This movie is trying to say too much disparaging things about rich people. Like, okay, if you want to say that they're spineless and like weasels and they'll like say that, don't like. Then they say that, and then they totally flip flop and they're trying to be like, no, See, they I, just they're just like they're just dickheads. general dickheads. It's like just pick what you're trying to See, say. No, yeah, personally, I would absolutely take the Sandy Cohen approach in this movie, which is just. As soon as you find out the guy's an idiot, it's like, that's all the better because it means we can definitely get Connie yeah. out of this money. Yeah. yeah. That's that's way better. Like, keep this going and it won't be hard to, to do what we got to do. Can, I can screw him over and I can take all that money. I can suck it up inside me mustache and eyebrows and I, keep it for later. I also do have some stuff. To, I have some stuff. I got some stuff to say about Sandy Cohen and I'm going to keep calling him Sandy Cohen, by the way. Um, yeah, I, don't I, know, I don't remember what his Peter name is. Peter Gallagher is the actor. Uh, uh, talking of names, though. Like, I expected there to be some kind of payoff for him being called Longfellow? Is that just... That's from the original movie. That's just Longfellow Deeds. Because to me, I thought it it was just kind of a subtle dick joke. Is it going to be a dick joke? I want to put something out here briefly. Um, Sandy Cohen didn't actually do anything that wrong. No, that's the the thing. We were an hour into this movie, and I wrote the note... Are we supposed to dislike no, him? Like, because like, are we? We've we've seen nothing that leads us to believe that yeah. he would not be competent and good. at He's right. also he doesn't con him out of the. He pays him forty billion dollars for his share in the yeah, company. That's the yeah. entire thing. It's that's like, how business works. Yeah, I was like, oh, they're actually paying him. This is and it's like, oh, fine. he's going to dismantle the company. Yeah, he can do that. That's that's and he's like, I'm going to make everyone a lot of money. That's what the shareholders want. That's the whole point of a company is to make the shareholders they money. Work, they work, okay, he does sound like a dickhead at the end. He can do everything he's doing, but they have to work so hard to just try to make you dislike okay, him. Okay, like yeah, he arguably behaved unethically the way he went about yeah. it. Arguably, yeah. Well, um, look, he's a big businessman. No, but he's the, the fact man. is, the fact is, what happened to Adam Sandler immediately part of this movie? Did he get fucked over in a contract or something? Who knows? Well, I, I do find that a lot of this is. Somewhat like Billy Madison. Uh, uh, Billy Madison. This is just Billy Madison. It's, it's, yeah. like it's Billy got Madison, echoes of Billy yeah. Madison it's, and every movie that is someone going undercover and then actually falling in love but, and then but like, S- like Sandy Cohen. Sandy Cohen is just stuff. Bradley Whitford's character. Yeah. And Anderson is just Carl. Except- Anderson was great. Hmm. Like always, yeah, Anderson, always Anderson is great. Um, but dude, JB Smooth, JB Smooth, JB Smooth is in this movie. I feel like we're all over the place. He should not. I just want to say, have had more. with that behaving unethically though, it's like, yeah, okay, well maybe if Preston Blake didn't want his company dismantled or all that other stuff to happen, maybe he should have got himself a fucking will or some other succession seems- planning stuff in place. If you've got $40 billion, actually he had more than that, because $40 billion was all that it cost to get 49% of his shares, maybe fucking see a lawyer. Maybe get some of your shit together. He seemed like the kind of guy who was like, his li- he was 82 I'm going to live forever. His no. life is, yeah, he did no, not consider you're not. that. He seems careless. Too careless to have been a man that made it to eighty-three high risk, years High risk, old. high reward, though. That's how he made all that yeah. money. Yeah, and he lo- and he actually, I've got to say, uh, just like this is kind of a tangent, but that scene where it shows him when he's younger, that was the same actor, right? And like when this movie came out, that was pretty good, like yeah, the, de-aging. Yeah, the scene showed when he was younger, and that cleaning lady had real gross teeth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey guys, 
Neither of you are reporters. No. Correct. But, well, I mean, that's... Well, I have to tell you. Wait. I have to tell you, it's illegal. <laughs> uh, I mean, Morgan, no. Uh, um, we're not reporters. We're uh, just from a small country town. We're school nurses. We would never be reporters. Okay, uh, this is, this is please my ignore, point. Please ignore the camera-shaped thing what's, in my shirt. What's, I am what's from, the name I'm from of a small sm- country town. What am I, from the city? What am I, some idiot from the city who, do, who I don't know who I am? Am I, I, am I a jerk? Do I need a country town person to show me Do I seem like a jerk to you? Do I seem like a jerk to you? Don't answer that. I'm not. my entire life because I'm just a city piece of shit? She's not from the city. But... Um, she just lives there now. I mean, she is, though. She is. She's from Long Island. Hey. It's outside the city. It's close to the city, but like, not the city. But, okay, my thing it's is, It's a Long though, Island. Compared, compared to Mandrake Falls, she's True. in the city. You hey, guys you aren't reporters, though, Morgan. right? It's from Long For- Island. Do you know what's long? Buildings in the city. Do you know what's long? Done. Do you know what's long? Fellow deeds. Yeah, okay, continue, Morgan. <laughs> so, yeah, for the purposes of this discussion to continue, yep. we are not reporters. <laughs> no reporters. Well, I know you're not. You're the closest. You're the closest. <laughs> yeah, you should have yeah. um, You should have just put your foot down. Morgan, Question, though. You're a fucking journalist. Yes. Okay. Are you? Are you? Very clever. And, and I can tell you, and I can tell you that you guys can probably do it too. What? You could come up with an actual name of a town and a backstory yep. without having to make up a town called Winchestertonville. Uh, yeah. I would think that if I was, was a reporter that was going undercover, I probably would have already done that. Yeah. It's probably... The, Instead of like, having to make it up on the fly. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably a good idea. Weird coincidence that everything she described was an actual place, really? though. Yeah. But no, or, weird coincidence or lazy writing. Nah, it was kind nah. of that is kind of a good gag though. Yeah. Was, She's just no, like, it was what fantastic writing that could lead directly to a kid having his head, face <laughs> hidden yeah, something. Right? Those kids were creepy. Those kids were so one creepy. One of them looked familiar. I feel like I've seen one, one of them. One of them had this, that before. thing where he's got the glasses to make his eyes way too big. Yeah. So yeah, we're not a writer is in this movie. Uh, lovely in it. I was like it took me she's, like she's I, what, dude, why no forever? Yeah. <laughs> I read I read the IMDB, I saw a name, I'm like, oh yeah, what Sounds to me, I don't remember why for something recently. And then halfway through, I'm like, Stranger Things. She, got, oh, she yeah, killed yeah, yeah. it in Stranger she's got, Things. No, she's good in this movie. She's There's good. that scene oh, yeah. where she like full on breaks down, and it's like this looks like a scene from another movie where, where they kiss and she breaks. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Guys, it's like though, very good. Guys. This movie doesn't need that guys. scene. And it's like too much. But like, it was very emotional for this movie. Yeah. Guys, here's the thing though. Uh, Winona Ryder I is have like about she that. makes like a lot of money in her job. Like she's really good uh, at it, mm. but she's got no money. Because she spent it all on shoes. Okay, so oh just to put it on that line alone, that was when I it sealed the deal for me. I went, this movie is fucking shit show. It's, like, it's, it's so badly written. written. It's really, it's but, so that is the laziest writing. When they, they kept saying things like that, and I was like, oh, that's, like, that's borderline. I mean, it's basically just a misogynistic line. It's kind of weird. It better have something to do with well, something else to, to explain it. It doesn't. No, it's, also, it's like, yeah, it's at that point where it's like, if you use enough of that kind of thing, it's like it can get to a point where it's kind of meta and be like they're kind of poking fun at it. No, no, it's just lazy writing. This movie is another movie that sits just over an hour and a half. They were just padding. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's you honestly could have told this whole story in about twenty minutes. Yeah. Like and honestly, it like you could have like not cut anything important, told this story in twenty minutes, and it would have been more. The right. time frame for this movie no, is maybe, fucked as you well. You just cut out like there's tons of things like hey, yeah, maybe I mean, John John McEnroe doesn't need to be in this movie. John McEnroe who can jump really I mean, high. Yeah, celebrity. <laughs> also, I mean, John McEnroe, aka Spider Man, because it's just like that scene in Spider Man where he jumps off the bike and jumps over the car. Oh, because he's Spider Man. This was two thousand and two, so after the, after Spider Man. Yeah, that's John McEnroe should stop being in things. Guys, John McEnroe, because no, wait, John McEnroe might be Spider Man though. He might be Spider Man. I'd watch that movie. I'd. Yeah. I mean, 
out of like some kind of morbid curiosity. He'd basically be like he'd be like the superior, but he'd be like Otto Octavius. Yeah, 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 in the the mind of Spider-Man. I also no. John McEnroe is in a lot of things. He's a shit actor. Um, he's like he's not an actor. He's a fucking tennis player. No, but like people put him in a lot of stuff. It's never good because he was a personality. Stop it. Uh, he's he's he also is immediately on board for uh for deeds beating the shit out of a bunch of rich guys. He's very angry man. He loved it. Um, he wanted to buy him a drink. Hey, you know who else is in this movie? Reverend Al Sharpton. Yep. Yeah, Reverend Al Sharpton. A lot of reaction movie. shots in that scene. Yeah. Close-up reaction shots on his face. And he thinks that Deeds is quite a good poet. He's not. No, he's not at all. He's not. Uh, also, why when he opens the casket, is the body still frozen? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> that does not no. make sense. Also, you know why it makes the, sense, though? Well, well right when here. the body, going back a long way, yep. when, the, when the body is originally frozen at the start of the movie, who's taking that footage? Who's flying at the top of Mount <laughs> Everest? And, like, it's they've got some question. kind of weird, like, crane and they're pulling off. It's like, that's... Really high. I'm just going to say that they can't do that. Also, it's quite disturbing imagery. Why are you broadcasting? Exactly. It? Who has this footage? Why is it on TV? They're very unethical. No, How is he still frozen? A lot of time has passed. Um, guys, I have a question. Um, the goddamn when they're at the bucks. when they're at the restaurant, when they're at the restaurant, uh, when it cuts between like him walking over to the table of the rich people, there's just a random scene for like a few seconds of a man and woman dancing on a table. Yeah, that's the one he gave yeah. the money to. Yeah. He's like, oh, give that couple oh, I 20 grand. That. See, I somehow wasn't paying enough attention. I didn't realize <laughs> oh, he had yeah, given fair. them 20 grand. Yeah, yeah. I just saw, like, so in my mind, it was out. just, there was this little vignette between those two, those, like him going over there with them dancing on the table. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? What <laughs> the fuck? Them, did, it's like, was it, did they edit out another part? I guess it was just me. I guess I just didn't notice that. <laughs> yep. Um, cool. Okay. <laughs> Maybe cut that whole bit out. You know who's a creep in this movie? Oh man, fucking Alan Covert is the biggest creep in He's this a movie. Very big creep he wants in this to movie. fuck Winona Ryder so bad. Yeah. There's a point she takes the camera out of her shirt and he sniffs it. Oh yeah, I remember that. He's creepy By the as way, shit. Very high quality camera for like a little sneaky little secret camera. It's yeah. like properly filmed and like great quality. For a 2002 like, spy camera, a little unbelievable. Come to be on, honest. guys, man, and. And also, he's like, who could be getting this footage? This footage of like... Yeah, can't, like with this point of view that I could quite easily discern. I could quite easily discern. Also, like, why are they making no reference to her? Like, why is it just like it was filmed by somebody? Like, she's there as a person they don't know as a camera. Like, why are they treating her like she's a cameraman in Ugh. all of those shots? I don't know. It's stupid. Um, it's, it's got some interesting... But yeah, uh, man, Alan Covert is also... Uh, there's a point in this movie where uh, Sandy Cohen goes and talks to him in the shower... And uh, look, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, boys. I really did not feel the need to see Alan's covert places. It was the one time he should have been a bit more covert. I did not appreciate it. Yeah, just saw saw his butt. And he, and he had, and he had like, up his, his face wasn't all that good either. Like his whole look, body was looking just, a bit dodged. Okay, l- listen, Alan. You had stupid hair in this movie. You're oh, a bit of, real bad. You're hair. a bit of a squishy man. Don't want to see your soapy buns. Bit doughy, bit doughy. Yeah. Um. So it's about halfway through this movie, I think. When it dawned on me that I don't care about anyone in this movie. No, all okay. Every se- okay. Let me say the okay. I care about Emilio. I wanted Emilio to be happy the whole no, time. No, but even then, at this point, like okay, Adam. I Sandler's care a little bit about Deeds because he's okay. I didn't because I, he didn't care. I don't think that he. I don't. I didn't buy the way they're trying to shove down your throat that he is a quote unquote nice guy. Um, but is that just Adam Sandler's bad acting as well? It's Adam Sandler's, maybe. Because he is phoning it in a huge way. Well, movie. I have... I, I realised during I, his impassioned speech towards I the have, end that it's like, he 
There was doesn't a, care at all. I, my notes are like, this is an impassive speech. Is this a good speech? Is this no? Me- is this a speech that's meant to get them on the side? Have, no, because he's great. like I, if you compare it to like his big daddy speech, where it was like, I believed it, man. That made me. Feel. That was a good. This speech. is just like he doesn't give I've a got, shit. I've about got this. I've got a thesis I would like to present later on as far as the evolution of Sandler as we're going through this. We can talk about that in an f- actual segment for it though. Sure, but. Yeah, because, like, I can kind of buy that Deeds is... Like, he seems well-intentioned, at least enough, despite the fact that he's arguably not a great guy. I just... I think he, like... And I can't tell whether it's Adam Sandler's acting or the character, but... And I think it is also the character, because the fact is, he doesn't care about this $40 billion. Like, he... As soon as he gets it, he's going to give to charity. Well, also... Okay, but then I, there's that thing at the ending where he's like, I just... I just want to be your friend. Yeah. And then he goes to walk away, he's like, how about a billion dollars? I'll take it. But yeah, but it's he's like the fact that he doesn't no, but he he doesn't like he is not invested in his situation really. He doesn't care. Uh most of and pretty much every other character in this movie is either extremely duplicitous or just completely one dimensional. Even like and I love John Turturro's character, like he's he's great, like he was actually one of the, he's very the sneaky, best part of this movie. Yeah, very sneaky. Very sneaky. Very sneaky. Um but he's, he's also obnoxious. He's he's pretty one dimensional. Yeah, he's obnoxiously like, he's Spanish. Just, I don't know why that had to be part he's of He's likable, but still not enough for me to give a shit. It's still no, it's the it's part of the bad writing is that they they're just way too obsessed with putting everything in these perfect little neat little boxes that don't serve anything really. Yeah. I will say this this movie had better character development than any of the uh, David Spade and Rob Schneider movies well, lately. Yeah. True, true. Because, well, this is the weird thing. David Spade and Rob Schneider feel like they're movies that are just stringing together gags. This is the point where Adam Sandler is like, I'm not sure what you're trying to do anymore because there's not even that many gags in your movies. They half the time don't feel like comedies. They are laboring to make points and have character development stories um, and never really reaching. I think, I think it's just that he's... At this, I think at this stage of his career, he was torn between the fact that he had a dawning realization that he could make pretty much anything and yeah. it would make money. The fact that this but is him an still wanting, yeah, him still wanting to do something that he might enjoy. Yeah, it's but yeah, but then it plays the, somehow into his wheelhouse. But at the same time, he just he doesn't really feel like he cares about this movie at all, and it's and it's it's noticeable. And I mean, it's it's I don't know. It's just it's a it's a weird movie. It's like this this movie. I walked over this movie going that that movie just felt wrong to me. Like something about that movie. You know, between the combination of the poor writing, the weird editing, the phoning it in. Yeah. Like, it's just, it felt right. I didn't hate it as much as you guys. I thought this was a breath of fresh air. I see. No, I, honestly, I, I, I enjoyed it more I than other movies. Honestly, I was... It's, it's, it's after, up there with Big Daddy and other stuff. I mean, it's not top, but it's up there. No, like, I like we've watched movie, some okay. garbage movies. Honestly, honestly after last week where I was just like, oh, I'm looking forward to going back to an Adam Sandler movie because... Fuck Rob Schneider and David Spade. I was just like, oh, this was not the best return. No, this it, was it, perfect. It, oh, it was still better. He was oh, fun. Was... He was so toned down. It was like, oh, this is not an over the top little Nicky performance. This no. is not a uh, fucking Billy Madison. Or I like little Nicky better. I like little Nicky better. This, this was this, a lovely. This entrance is a very. Package. I like little Nicky better than this because at least it was saying something. I think that this is a, we're entering a little bit of a new era of Sandler, and this fits in quite nicely with Fifty First Dates and stuff. Like, it's definitely been. That's a movie I remember a, enjoying too. A shift so. like this sits right next to Click and Fifty First Dates. Click is. Well, I guess we'll figure out when we watch it. I think it, we I think might Click actually find better. Yeah, I also I, think you might find that. Tim Hurley didn't write Fifty yeah. First Dates. Well, I also which may be a thing. I mean, and we click as well. Like, like, I don't know, but I mean, I don't know how. Like doing click as well is just gonna be like, oh, I guess I'm ready to cry again in an Adam Sandler movie because maybe well, maybe shit. not. Anyway, if anything, uh, this podcast has made us realize that we don't like things as much as we thought we did. True, but I did still tear up a little during the uh, the impassioned speech in yeah. Big Daddy. Like Big Daddy 
was great. I didn't. Well, I didn't get to that bit. Um, also, <laughs> I didn't watch Big Daddy speaking of Big Daddy, uh, Rob Schneider is his ca- playing his Rob character Schneider Big is Daddy in this movie. We are led to Big believe Daddy. it's the same universe. Uh, yes, and he also <laughs> Rob Schneider first appears in a fairly interesting scene. Uh, we did touch on it earlier when we said that the uh, this, some editing this unethical news place uh, had footage of, of this and they edited it to make him seem like a real bad guy. Yeah, but so like he so I, I want to go through this sort of. Bit by bit, because I think this is an important scene to discuss, because yep. there's a lot of things to talk about A here. lot of stuff. Lot so, of stuff so Deeds and Babe, or whatever she's calling herself, what was it? I honestly Yeah, it forgot. took me a long time in this movie to realise To realise her name is Babe, and not just calling yeah, yeah. her Babe. I, yeah. I looked it up beforehand, and I was like, oh. It's weird. BB, so, right? It's not VV this no, time. It's B- it's no, it's BB. So, so Deeds and Pig in the City are out in a date. Pam. And, uh, her name's Pam something. I'm just going to call her Pig That's in the City. her fake name. I'm going to call her Pig in the City because, babe, um, it's not me being like a creep or whatever. It's just, it, I think it's funny. It's, it's oh, like Pig in the City. It's gross. And... I mean, also because city people are pigs and she's I from wanna, city. I want to sniff her camera. Ugh. All right. Well, so anyway, they're out of date uh, and they hear some fire trucks. Now, boys, if you heard fire trucks when you were out in the city, what would your reaction be? Oh, run gonna, towards it. I'm going to help those people. Frankly, I'm my a- reaction would be, oh, I guess there's a fire going on. That sucks. Yeah. Because I'm a normal person. Because no, you're a city but person. But I'm a scumbag. Yeah, I'm a city, city slicking scumbag. Oh, you, don't have, you don't have the respect for other human beings. I don't have those small town values. I just don't. You gotta get and some. it is a serious character flaw of mine that I need to work on. you got to get some, man. You know what you, gotta, you, know what you figure out how to do? you got to figure out how to just get the fucking nerve to throw cats out of the window, maybe to their death. You would have no way of knowing. Hey, let's not get ahead of ourselves. So, they... they they hear, he hears a fire truck, so they follow it, and they get to, there's a fire. Uh, a fire where there's a lady trapped in there, uh, who refuses to, to get out because her cats are trapped. She has a number of cats, like a large... It's a real character. She's a crazy a cat lady. Uh, also Laverne from Scrubs. Yep. Is uh, it? Yes. Okay. Um, so, so Deeds just fucking, uh... Climbs up a drain pipe or he whatever. He must have some monkey's blood or something. There, it's... Call back to the animal. The yeah, editing yeah. of that is also just like, oh, that's such a stunt double. Uh, I just want to say, though, when he does climb up and get to the apartment, I actually laughed because... So he goes in the window, and there's a box of Special K sitting next to the window that's just on fire. It's clearly a prop that's just burning a lot, and it burns for, like, the whole scene that's when it shows. I didn't notice that. And it's not connected that. to anything else on fire, it's the box of Special K on fire, and what I like to think <laughs> is that's where the fire originated from. Somehow, the box of Special K spontaneously that is, ignited. Yeah. That is very good. It made me laugh like, a lot. It's like those goddamn Samsung phones. Sometimes they'll just blow yes. up. <laughs> Maybe they were no, free inside it. just it. reminds me of that scene in The Simpsons where Homer's trying to cook, and he pours himself pours cereal into milk, and it catches on fire. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so there's a yeah. Putting aside the uh, the burning box of Special K, uh, he's like, "Hey, lady, would that kind of product placement would Special K want to be I don't a, think so. their product to be on, visibly on I fire?" I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, he's like, "Hey, lady, maybe get out of this burning apartment." <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, I've got a bunch of cats." And Was he it goes, like seven or something." Yeah, I don't know, like eight or something. But he's like, he swears, and then goes, oh, "I'm sorry to swear." It's like. Okay, I mean, I don't know why you're pushing this whole not swearing thing. Because he's such a good guy. Well, I, I've got to look into it. This must be part of the original I Mr. Guess. Deeds, because I don't know why. I, I thought about looking into the original one and then realised, I don't fucking care. Like what? I'm like, not putting in that much Adam work. Adam Sandler, I don't think... That's a Morgan job. This doesn't feel like something that... It's not something that Adam Sandler would put in a movie. Like, he doesn't give yeah. a shit about that. So, so they start... He starts throwing cats. Now, he does throw them onto the trampoline, but they immediately bounce off... There's a, like a series of, oh, it's kind of funny because they bounce and get caught by random people. And it's like, oh, it's, you know, it's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of goofy and funny. And one of the, Rob Schneider gets one of them. 
The last cat that he throws out is full on on fire. Full on fire, definitely dead. For sure that cat burned to death. Yes. Long before he flings it out the window. already dead. That cat, that is just a burning corpse. I'm pretty sure that cat was also underneath a couch. It somehow wasn't setting the couch on yeah. fire. So that was very unfair. That cat uh, is burned to death, for yep. sure. But no, they throw it out. It bounces off a trampoline, lands in a bucket of water, and it's fine. Yep. And it's like, yeah. no, you're just wrong, though. Yeah. That's not how that works. And then, of course, and then, uh, so he gets Laverne... Uh, and they jump out together. They bounce all the way back up in clearly reversed, weird-looking footage. And he ends up landing on her, looking like he's doing a big old Humpty Hump, uh, which she is 100% into. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the douchebag news people edit it to make it look okay. like he just broke into the house and was uh, throwing cats out the window. I would actually just like to make a point. There's something that you missed out in that scene. That oh, did I? Just, I, like, why does this need to be in this movie? Just, but what are they... It's just a black guy with a huge afro. One of the one of the cats like bounces off his afro. Yeah, I don't remember seeing that. Yeah, it's no, just it's like a, why is it? It's because he needs to. Because like the the cat needs to land on a soft cushion, and that's a giant afro. I just this movie like oh no, it's like it's got so few actual gags, and then they're all so bad. Yeah, I mean it's a stupid movie. Um, it is real, real dumb. Yep. So it's after they this this also so it's yeah it is shortly after this. That Babe develops a conscience. I would say probably a little bit late and very suddenly. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. She's she confronted. Falls in love. She's confronted by something a bit fucked. But it's like, yeah, but it's probably a bit late. It kind of works what they were saying. She apparently knows nothing about who she is or what any of her convictions are, and then suddenly is forced well, to think about. Yeah, that. but that makes yeah. sense though. That makes sense though because the thing is about women. Yep. Women, women have no sense of self identity without a yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. And that's like that's what this movie really wants people to realize is that like. A, a woman is just like this empty receptacle waiting for yeah, her, she needs to be waiting, to, waiting for a man to come and fill her up in more See, ways than, was, to fill her up, both emotionally and physically. That yeah. was my take on the ending. It was like, oh, so she just went with him. She gave up everything she ever yes. had and was like, because I wanted she realized, to be a reporter. No, 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 because, no I, yeah. because she realized all of her goals were irrelevant because they were her silly women goals. Yeah. Yeah. I realized that it's written by Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! Yeah, if you guys, if you guys have not seen the sequel to Saturday Night Fever, that's very much similar to this the theme we're just talking about now. Don't bother. Yeah, I would. I probably wouldn't. Uh, However, you should right now go uh, on any kind of service, any kind of streaming music, and go. I would like to listen to uh, Far From Over by Frank Stallone. Please do that. Also, I'm going to put this in. Put that in at the very start of this. Very start I, of this I also podcast. feel like we should say uh, a, a fantastic podcast called "How Did This Get Made?" Yes. Did a uh, an episode on an that episode movie, that. Uh, and I would strongly suggest listening to that instead of watching that movie. Oh, for yeah, sure. that is a very good uh, podcast. Uh, so, uh, what are you? Yeah, what are you going about? I have something I want to talk about. Yeah, no, please. There was a very interesting scene. Yep. Uh, all done over instant message. Using yes. computers. No, that That's scene. Very strange. That scene is like, well, it sure is convenient that they type messages to each other in such a clear expository manner. Yeah, it was, it was with, very with, with no assumed knowledge, even though they would both know things that they seem to feel. It was another space. moment, like the crying, that didn't feel like it fit in this movie. Guys, I just realised straight up didn't fit. Man, they Batman and Superman did. They just sent some emails to solve some problems. <laughs> Guys, I just realised something. Because she's in that. She's, 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 it was never the... the who, ki- who is she? The who kid. You? The kid was never the half man in Two and a Half Men. She's the half man because she needed a man to fill her up. Are you talking about Jan? He's talking about... He's, yeah. She's from Two and a Half Men. Yeah, she, she also wants to be a man. Yeah. Yes, she does say that at the end. <laughs> Which is... Uh, it's a Which bit is of a, fucked. It's a little bit of a transphobic line. Yeah, I mean, yeah, back in 2002 it wasn't handled well. 
not that I think Adam Sandler would handle it any better these days, but you know, he's, he's open to, 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 to trying that. Um, hey, so that football player that he punches in the face. Yep. Uh, he gets a call from him later oh, on in the movie. Oh, dude, that was... That ended... No, yeah, that's what I want to say. That was what... This, so this scene is what made me realise how weird the editing is in this movie. Because he So he calls him, and uh, it turns out, you know, the football player's there with his dad, played by uh, the guy played Farmer Fran. Yeah, in Farmer Fran. Waterboy, and, and also featured in uh, Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt, yeah. So yeah. he's, uh, you know, he puts him on, and he's like, oh, and he uh, discloses to, to Father Fran that... Um, Father Fran. That... Uh, I like it. That the, the football player had had done some swear, said some rude words in front of a lady. Doesn't swears, and now clearly Father Fran also has those same small town values because yeah. he's from a small town, and he's not on board. And of course, in fitting with those small town values, violence solves all your problems. Uh-huh. So as soon as at the at, he he takes his belt off, and the final scene, the final shot of that scene is this weird sudden cut to the football, like a perspective of like looking at the football player. He puts his arms up the camera, and goes no please, and it's just like it's so weird. Yeah, it, was... it feels. Really, and then cut it's to unsettling. Adam hearing hearing him get beating. hit with a belt, which is like, in reality, it's like, oh, he's just hitting with a belt. It's like he's a grown man. Like it's not that big a deal. I mean, you know, whether or not you should discipline your kids that way, whole other can of worms. But the way that they did it, it just seemed very unsettling. Yes, like really upsetting. Yeah, there's some strange choices going on in this movie. I didn't understand it. I, I mean, this movie is a strange choice. It is a straight, a feature length strange, but, choice, but strange choice. Speaking of that, I that instant message conversation yep. that he has with, and I'd like to explain the joke that I made before is that she is from Two and a Half Men. Yes, if you did not know that. <laughs> um, yes, the Jan. Is is that what, is that really the state of computer instant messaging in like 2002? It seems mm. very old. I don't. It seems know, very strange looking. I, I, I mean, it was like 14 know. years ago. Yeah. I guess that was a while ago. That but was an odd scene. No, but I that feel bit, like the bit with 2002 um, though. I feel like we had MSN and stuff in 2002. Yeah. I feel like, but yeah. So this is the point where yeah, she starts. Peter Dante was funny at that bit. Yeah, was was he though? I mean, yeah, it was it was, a gag. It was, it was a technically gag. a joke. It was so a was. gag. It was a gag. Relate, it was not a joke, but it was a gag. It was a relatable as well. So hang on, I have a question as well. When um, Deeds found out that she's a reporter, so you guys thought that was like, like the acting in that was quite good with with Winona Ryder. Yeah, no, it's just. I don't disagree with that. I just think that when that happened, I was like, I just don't care. Yeah. I'm not remotely invested in this. I have, I don't care. She kind of sold it all right. Like, I don't know. There's something about her that was, she's just a better actor than he is. Oh, well, like, yeah. I didn't really care, but she's just much better. I did enjoy her in this movie. Yeah. Um, the one scene that was weird was when she told her boss, and I was like, oh, what's going on here? And he seemed fine. I was like, what's his plan? And yeah. it makes sense, but it also, that was a weird scene. It was And weird. she didn't see that that... that he, you can tell he'd have a problem with this. He was riding your ass before this movie. He was giving you shit and now you're like think he's just gonna drop it because yeah, you're in like, love you're not a very good reporter if you're not suspicious of that yeah but I, I guess I don't know, is she a reporter like I think we're not entirely she's a producer with... don't understand yeah I don't know what that means uh, <laughs> so oh, also we mentioned so John Turturro's character is like he's, he's really like he's good in this movie also it turns out the biological son of uh, yeah. Preston Blake I did think that I mean it was an unexpected end like it wasn't that was a better ending than I was expecting this movie to have yeah that's fair I think I was expecting it to go Adam Sandler all in on Adam Sandler also yeah, because it, it's the same as the Billy Madison thing why are we led to believe but, that this is a good idea for him yeah. to run this company it does basically the same thing that Billy Madison does to explain that away I also yeah. think that it was odd when it just, and it's like oh it turns out he's his son oh okay well then that does everything it's like well no no hang on no that's not how that works because he's like they had they had they had searched out. They had found someone who was the closest next of kin, and like in some capacity declared it to be him. It's like I don't know. I mean, I don't know fucking shit about how it would work in in big fancy New York, but it seems like there's. It didn't seem like. 
I think I, I think what we know is that the little man would lose big money would win hey, out them fucking Speaking of them finding him, this is back at the start, but I do just want to mention quickly, uh they're like we're waiting on a fax. Yep. They get a fax. It literally just says Longfellow Deeds, Mandrake Falls, yeah. New Hampshire. Someone and that's, that's all the information they yes, need. The implication of that is that someone somewhere typed that out, printed it, and faxed it to them. Yep. <laughs> Why would you not turn it into a fucking memo or something that's like, we found him, his name is, this is where he lives? Nope, just big bold letters. It's like, so someone's gone... Well, that wouldn't be clear to the audience, information. Luke. It's just, it seems, when you think about it, it seems so dumb. Also, uh, for Morgan's information, that's how fax machines work. It makes a copy that it sends. Because well, I, I know how fax machines do work. Do you? Because we've had this discussion before when you were going to send me a fax and then realised you have no idea how to send a fax. I mean, I know how they work. I don't know how to use them. Fax is just shit email. Fax is just... It, it, I know it's it, like, like, it, it's, like it's, copies it and sends yeah, it to it just, another one somewhere. He has a phone number. Like, but... Yeah, oh, yeah. But it's just, it also has another phone number. Yes. Bullshit email, and then when you're doing it, it makes noises over the phone. It's just, use email, guys. Oh, yeah, if you ever miss that, that old dial-up sound, um, fax machines make that sound. Yeah, also just, like, fax someone and pick up the phone. While fax you're... machines also very common in offices. Still. I know, because uh, certain things that can't go away because they're embedded in the system and maybe you should change uh, Also because fax... Uh, is a much better system in terms of having confirmation. I don't care. Uh, okay, shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry to prove you wrong. Uh, you're no, I'm just getting very bored with that. Um, so, so, I he's so black, yeah, he turns he, out he gives the, a black man a heart attack. I, yeah, no, but I have a question also. So, okay, let's think this through. It turns out he didn't really sell the shares because he wasn't the one entitled to the shares. They never explained like no, how no, no. they missed that guy. But, then. Putting that aside for a second, so that whole transaction is undone, which means that $40 billion he gave to that charity, I guess they just take back? Yeah, I, I guess. And this is, okay, this is one of those things, again, where it's like, I could probably figure that out, but I don't care enough about this movie. That being said, Emilio might be the kind of guy that when, the, when that issue is ordered, is that, take the money. But, but then, no, but to get I'm the money, you'd have to sell it. the shares. And he needs the shares to control the company. Yep. But the company has $40 million. $40 billion, yeah. No, 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 the company doesn't. In any the company doesn't. the shares have been sold. No, what happened was, what happened was, uh, Sandy Cohen and friends uh, raised $40 billion in capital to buy those shares so he could have control of the company. Everything's undone. John Turturro's character now has all of those shares, The and, but no, that's not the money. They're worth that much money, but if he is to get $40 billion, he has to sell the shares and therefore not have control of the company anymore. You can't have both. I assume no, the company has had a the, lot wasn't of... the money... Oh, no, that was tied to the shares. Yeah. yeah. The $40 assume... million is the payment for the shares. I assumed... I basically went, okay, so it's a big, rich company. Yeah. He owns most of the shares. He wants the shares. So they're getting... They're like, oh, let's buy but the, the shares. But the company didn't buy them. Sandy Cohen bought them. As but did is that paperwork or is that him that getting money? Like, makes him that, a, that yeah, as in that makes him the majority shareholder, so he can control the company. Okay, but if so the that, company bought, it would be a share buyback and have no effect on his voting rights. Yeah, so that's all of his money. How does he have that much money? It's those French people as well. He he had to raise capital. Like he would have had to get yeah. money from people. And that's how that's he, what those meetings are at the start. And that's why he had the uh, vote as well because he had the overseas vote for the shareholders yes. that weren't that put it from 49 the two extra 2% yeah. yeah okay unsurprisingly this movie's got some holes in it well it's a bit of a leaky like, vote they could that 40 million no but no, that's the thing though that's the thing we're thinking this through but this movie otherwise stuck to those points like yeah. it made it clear he was paying the money for those shares that's what was happening yeah like it does a better job before that than it really had any right to yeah it just it. I mean 
I don't know, maybe was there an easy way to do it? Probably not, to be honest. Um, you know, did it turn out great? Uh, probably not, to be honest. But, you know, I, I think honestly, that, that discussion we just had was more in-depth than maybe anyone's ever I, had about this I, movie. There's a point in which you guys were talking and I just started drawing in my notebook because I couldn't make myself care anymore. <laughs> I noticed you guys yeah, didn't just care. Yeah, tuned out. So, um, then, yeah. I want to talk about something else. Sure. I want to talk about a musical number that was cut too short in this movie. Oh, yeah, the, in the plane. The Bowie singing, tribute. Yeah, and the pilots are getting into it. It's, yeah, as soon as they clap, they go, enough. It's like, no, I want to hear more. That, that was, was a very good moment. I think it, I'm really sad yeah, that they Anderson got has a beautiful voice. Yeah, he has a you lovely know, they, voice. They, they stop too quickly in this movie trying to make you like Adam Sandler's character. Like, they've got all these little things that are supposed to like... They're like, oh, do you like him now? We're It's done. The finished tick. But that's also weird to me because it's like, that was kind of a fun scene. And it's like, oh, I guess it like helps establish Sandy Cohen because it's like he cuts it short because he's a real no-nonsense kind of big city slicker, no time for fun. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, but would this movie have been better if there was more of an extended sequence there? Yeah. I think it probably would have been. Yeah. Like, it it sets that up. It also sets up that everyone else is immediately like, everyone likes him. Yeah. Everyone likes Deeds. He's an affable person. Yeah, because... Like the helicopter This is the same... Like, it's, it's, it's a different version of a tactic we've already seen a lot. In Joe Dirt, it's like, everyone fucking hates this guy, so it makes you feel sorry for him, so you like him. In this, it's like, everyone likes him. Who are you not to like him? You're an idiot if you don't like him because everyone else does. Everyone likes you him except dumbass. Media. He's always he's always standing up for them broads yeah. and assaulting the women that the men that wrong them. The only people who don't like him are those grossly unethical journalists. Yeah, and you don't want to be like them because they're a pack. His staff Fucking love him bleh. because they made they all got to make noises on his first day. Those staff who are all Boom. like just real weird looking people. That old <laughs> man is a very they're just like safe. He had like almost no line. <laughs> yeah, yes. I feel like I feel like I feel like if we were to look into like any kind Woody of Woody Allen, I feel like if we were to look into any kind of behind the scenes, it would quickly become apparent that they cast him and then realised he cannot act, <laughs> and so they didn't get him to say anything. I may have something on that at some point. Okay, good to know. Um, I honestly I think that's about all I have to say about this movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. We can get onto our more our other segments, but I feel like we've covered pretty much. Oh yeah, also the cleaning lady with gross teeth that we touched on is the mother of John Turturro's character yeah, yeah. Um, that I guess yeah, Preston Blake had an affair with and that's where John Turturro comes from because in case we well, were abundantly not, clear about it's it. It's not an affair, it's just because he doesn't have yeah, any... Yeah, he didn't have any children. He doesn't have a children or marriage. I mean, a love affair doesn't... Like an extramarital affair and a love affair are different things. Like it's a, you can call it an affair because of the it's fact that tryst. it's a... It's a tryst. Let's call it a tryst. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's it's less, less stigma. It's the same thing. It's a tryst. Um... It's a one night stand. Maybe it was more. I don't know. We don't know. The point is, he has maybe a baby. They loved each other very much. Yeah, maybe. I would just like to say one last thing. He buys everyone in his town Corvettes. Oh, yes. I do want to actually talk about that. Yeah, it's like that, that weird ADR, like, isn't it crazy that Dean's bought us all these guys? And then the movie ends with crazy eyes just crashing into a tree. It's fine, like, though. Yeah, it's fine. Do you reckon he was doing that? Because he was on camera a lot. With those crazy eyes for a long period of time, was Steve Buscemi just doing that? I doubt. No, it. I don't guys, think that's a thing. I, no, I don't think that's a thing. This can leads just do me with to another eyes. point. I looked at his eyes very intently because I was very curious to how that's done, and I think I know what happened. And it's now added to my list of just props for movies. I would love to own at some point. Go I don't give a shit about this movie, Go on. but I reckon they're contact lenses. They look like contact lenses. Yeah, I would love to own those. Do you guys want to know what the second one is? The other one that I really want. What? I want that. You know when the fat kids are balling up, not up. And fact, not not the little Asian boy up. Hang on, hang on. You're you're getting excited and you're getting, speaking too quickly. Getting very excited. <laughs> Take a deep breath, guys. You know, in Hook, 
when the little fat black boy <laughs> You've told me turns this into a ball and rolls. It's just a prop, and I want to own that. I would love to have that in my house. You heard it here first. Oliver wants to own a little black boy. Look, guys, <laughs> if you got any sources, I've looked it up. I know it's a prop. It's not that it wasn't obvious. If you guys, please hook me up. I want it. I want it. I want it. Okay. Well, look, owning black people <laughs> is generally frowned upon, but sure. Nah, man. So good. Let's go into our first segment, which um... oh yeah. So we've obviously we've already touched. We've already done the, the COVID Allen. Can I actually because just, can he's... I sneak my segment in before this? Because it's, sure. it's a new. So go I, for it. I, I like. I have enjoyed thinking about these movies in quite broad terms. Have try, you trying to track the? Uh, <laughs> I enjoy thinking about as much as I can. Yeah, I've tried to. It's make, an intellectual exercise. I've tried something. to. I've tried to make whatever fun out of these goddamn movies yep. that I could find. That's fair. And I like to track the progress of Adam Sandler. So we've, we've established this character of the Sandlaw. What I'd like to suggest now is that the Sandlaw is something of a first iteration of this character. Like a Pokemon. Like yeah. yeah what, something else. We're working with... Look, you're on the right track here, Luke. You, you got... I did a few drawings, and I reckon we're in the second <laughs> evolution stage of this. So we've got the Sandlaw, okay. and we're going to post these pictures. So we've got Are here... We? What we've, we've got right here, I've done this drawing for the for the listener. It's a little bit of a goblin man dressed like dressed like a Billy Madison. He's got the nice half shirt, he's got his dick hanging out. Uh, he's a little bit feels, of that feels he's a bit of a goblin man. He is the Sandlaw. We are in a new stage now. This is the first stage of a new character, and this is called the Sandlect. Because He's a little smarter. He's trying. He's got a barrow to push. He's got some things that he wants you to know. Does he though? Because this movie doesn't feel like it has a message at he all. He at least thinks that he does. Okay? I feel in like this very, movie is partially defined by its absence of a message. No, in a very safe and confu- beyond the in, obvious. In a very safe, small town. In values. a very safe and confusing way. Uh, previously, the movies have been about his character learning. I think him being taught things and forced to learn lessons. Mm-hmm. This is aggressively about him trying teaching to teach a lesson. Trying yeah. to teach yep. people things. That's and fair. I think that we're hitting a a run of movies that are like that. Fred Sandler. Yep. It's not necessarily going to happen. So he's, it's the sand like works on that level. Also, so we've got, he's a bit, of a bit of a butterfly. So what we've got here, it's a little picture. He's got a nice smart sports coat and some pants. He's got wings and he's got a nice little subtle penis on his butterfly wings. And he's, he's formed a chrysalis, if you will, and he's sort of, he's come out fresh. Is he any better? Who's to say? No. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, me. No. <laughs> me. Who's to say? Me. But, he, but he's going somewhere. And you know what? I'm excited to learn all about the third evolution when we get there. I'm not. But I guess we're going to do it anyway. I am, yeah, I'm, I'm actually genuinely I'm, curious about the I'm not, I just, now. I, guys, I just have a lot of fun drawing little goblin Adam Sandler with their dicks gonna, hanging out. I'm going to put it out there. I feel like, uh, given what we do know about Adam Sandler's career, the third evolution will be some heartless studio exec uh, removes those wings and he becomes a bit of a broken person. We should, we should sell, you know like... What? I, honestly, I rec- do you know what I reckon? And if anybody has looked at the artwork for this movie, um, uh, 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 artwork for this podcast, I feel like it's just going to be a nice little retroactive thing. It's just going to be that fat baby in the sandbox. That's the fucking third we, one. No, he doesn't give a shit. He's just a fat... Spoiler alert. He's just a fat baby we should in his own goddamn piss. Babies do give in, a shit, though, just, in their pants. Just a, he's just sitting. He's, he doesn't have a nappy on. I'm going to change it. He's not going to have a nappy. He's got his dick in the sand. He's pissed everywhere. <laughs> he's sitting in his... Oh, shit! Okay, cool. Uh, let's not let's not have uh, his dick out in the podcast artwork. No, can I'm going to blur it. It's going to be funny. Okay, sure. Can we make a t-shirt great. that's like... That evolution of man, but it's yeah, man. the evolution. It's like the slowly getting up and walking into man. If anyone would like more to, of a degeneration. If anyone would like to buy that shirt, uh, Dylan, let, just talk to me. Let us know. <laughs> we'll we'll work on it. Yeah, Dylan, just let me know. All right, on to our next segment. All that right. was evolutions with Oliver. So evolutions, as always, guys. The Is question, that what we're calling it? No. <laughs> okay. As always, guys. I'm not, I'm not happy with it. No. We'll figure out something later, and we'll record it, and we'll pop it in. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Oh, girls, just wanna have- 
just like a fucking chat with another fucking girl for once. As always, guys, uh, the question must be asked, does this movie pass the Bechdel test? Now, it's a test that requires that we have two female characters, ideally with names, who speak to each other about something other than a man. This movie, unsurprisingly, does not. Uh, it does have two named female characters that talk to each other, being Jan and Babe they when fight. she returns to town. They have a big old fight. They do talk, but it is all about him. They don't... Yeah, it's not that they just talk about him. They have a very, very aggressive fight about it. <laughs> yes. They smash each other uh, through a bunch of tables. It, this, is like, this is like the movie where Adam Sandler saw the Bechdel test. I'm like, what, could, what is the exact opposite throw, of that? It, like the Bechdel test <laughs> is like painted on a table. I'm going to throw a woman no, at yeah, that he just, table. <laughs> he printed, he went, he went on the internet, he went, what is, he, he had somehow travelled through time and listened to our podcast and gone, well, this is a problem. And so he Googled it and he found the definition of the Bechdel test. He printed it off. And then he used it to wipe his bum. He just wiped his butt on it. Wiped his bum. He wiped his butt on it, and then he picked up a woman. And he punched her in the face. Because, because, funnily enough, and I, uh, this is the 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 very brief uh, research that I did. I just out of curiosity, uh, the original movie, Mister Deeds Goes to Town, starring Gary Cooper, as mentioned, made in 1936, passed the Bechdel test. Okay. In 1936, <laughs> the movie passed the Bechdel test. Here we are, 2002, fucking. Like 60, what, 66 years later? Yeah. Nope. This is a movie that te- it goes backwards on the original version. It has women throwing themselves just through, oh. throwing themselves through things. And it's got a goddamn joke about how much women love shoes. Uh, it's such a backwards Also, step. Also, Mr. Deeds Goes to Town, um, I believe, was uh, quite a well-liked movie. Okay. This movie... Not. Was so not. Look, what you're telling me is this movie is misguided. What I'm telling you is this movie, you know, it's like, guys, I know it's unheard of. I know it's unheard of in this day and age, but sometimes, uh, sometimes when you get a good movie and you remake it, it's not as good. Nope. Like, and I know that's hard to believe because oh, yeah, we all know that Ben Hur was bigger than Ben Hur, <laughs> which is, which is a joke that would have been great to make if it were even remotely true. Yep. Yeah. It's just. And no, it is pretty great how spectacular that movie failed. Oh, but, yeah, but it's, it's also not... not well, apparently it was only... I heard it was remember, only for rights. We were they sitting... Oh, the rights, course. So they had I to mean, quickly crank we it We were out. sitting in the movies. Uh, it was you, me, and our mutual friend, who I won't name on the podcast, watching uh, Suicide Squad. Uh, and a trailer came on and I went, oh, no, 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 no. And you guys were like, what? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't be what I think this is going to be. And it was. It's a remake of the Magnificent Seven. Yeah. In itself, a remake of Seven but Samurai. Like, yeah, Magnificent got- Seven. Magnificent Seven. Very good movie. Uh, the remake that has maybe just been released or going just to be released. released. I, keep yeah. too bad. I have heard, and I, I have no intention of seeing it because I, I really like the original. I've Chris heard. Pratt. I, yes. No, I would actually really like to see it because it looks like it's it's going to be misguided. Garbage. Silly, yeah, garbage. But, but the people that are, it looks fun. It looks fun. It looks like fun. I, I would like to see. So it. Guys, it doesn't need to have been made. Actually, also, it's there. probably going to be better than the ridiculous six, which we're going to get to at some point. Yeah. Well, can I put it out there though? I think the message of this movie is maybe. Maybe remakes aren't the best way to go all the time. I don't know who is clamoring for someone to remake like Mr. Deeds went to like why I think it's just I, would I think love it's just to know the maybe, inside maybe, Hollywood story about how this movie got made. Well, because Tim Hurley wrote the screenplay. Yeah. Maybe like one of them like he Does or it, Adam Sandler were fans of the it original. It doesn't reference that it's based on it in any of the credits. Uh I don't recall. It doesn't say a screenplay adapted from something else. I don't know. So it must be original. I also I think I think that, that they didn't have I also to do have that. a feeling that the greeting card thing is from the original as well. And there's a lot of things that it would explain if they were just yeah. pulled from is another it though? movie. Because I what think, I've read I about the so. original, he's just a tuba player who moves to the 
Like, there's no mention of greeting cards ever. Like, it might be a thing that's in the movie, but I think it would be brought up in I don't know. Some I don't know, but I, I feel like that would explain a lot. But I honestly, I'm not sure. I just, I have this feeling. But I haven't seen it. Yeah, you haven't seen it. So have we, have no, we, it's a Gary Cooper. Yeah. If it were a Gary Grant movie, I would have seen it for sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Guys, when are we doing Gary uh, and Grant? Gary Grant, above our heads, we love him. That's the name of the podcast. That's, I don't know what that was. It's very long. Look, that was Chris like, that was, like that, that was like diarrhea of the mouth. Chris is the one that usually comes up with these. Chris. Morgan's we, also quite good at it. We get you it. and I, Oliver, are terrible at it. <laughs> oh, I'm very bad at it. I'm, I'm maybe even worse. I'm going to get Morgan to edit in a bit here now where I've thought of a better one and I've made him no, record it and made him put it in. I don't think that's true. I think we're just going to leave all of this in. Because I'll be able to think of something, but not now. I think we're going to leave all of this in. So... On to the next segment. Yes, uh, now, usually we would have uh, Christopher doing his Chewy's trivia, but obviously, still out getting smokes. So, uh, Morgan, are you going to fill that uh, fill that little void we've got? Yes, I am. So, first, let's... Uh, like a like a man to a woman's personality, you're going to fill that void? Yep. You're going to chew it all up and Like make a man's penis to a woman's vagina, you're going to fill so, that yep. void? All right, so let's... Uh, that was too much, wasn't it? It was a bit much. Yeah, that's fair. Look, we don't do that anymore, Luke. That's alright. What sex? Yeah, yeah. Did I tell you guys? I don't do that anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm celibate now, not by choice. Not by choice. No women will have sex Just, with me. Yeah, women aren't really into it. I'm joking, guys. I, I, I do it sometimes. I also do it very occasionally. Oh yes. I, think, I really oh, think you should. What a what a, I have to what a brag! I left the gap perfectly for Chewie's Just leave music. another gap. What a good what a good bit of brag. Luke and I sometimes we have sex with women. Not with each other, that's for sure. We we don't need to do this. We could have said lots. We were very honest. Yes, very painfully honest. And I really feel like you should leave all of this in. Dude. Except for that bit, let's go. Alright, you're listening to Morgie's Trivia Corner for this week. There is... I found a lot of interesting stuff. I don't know if... Uh, how Chris cultivates his... Or... I, I, I just... I found a lot of interesting stuff and I just wanted to I share think, it. I think sure. what Chris does is he opens uh, a web browser and he goes to IMDb. <laughs> yeah, what I thought... I think he does More specifically, I think he does well. it while we're sitting here recording yeah. the podcast. Yeah. No, I've seen him do it multiple no, times. I want to live with him. I think he's got some notes, but... Well, last... I don't, I don't know that there is last a diverse week, number of sources he pulls from. Last week, I saw him look it up as we were about to He's start not recording. got any kind of inside track, really. So, the, my first no bit of trivia no. for this week yep. is uh, one we already know. It's a remake Man, really of the shitting 19... on Chris just then. <laughs> it's a remake of the... Well, maybe you should fucking get those smokes. God damn it, Chris. You're such... Just a deadbeat podcast host. <laughs> You're not a real good. dad. I think he's pretty good. He's yeah, better that... than Luke. Yeah, that's fair. That's That's very fair. So yeah, this movie is a remake of yep. the 1936 movie Mr. Deeds Goes to Town. We know this already. Yes. I didn't know that. I mean, we talked about it earlier. Uh, another another bit of trivia we found out this week. Uh, when filming the scene where Deeds beats up Marty, you remember that? Marty's yep. Alan yep, Covert. Yeah, that's Alan Covert. Yep. Alan Covert got spun around by Adam Sandler, slipped on the sidewalk, and his skull hit the concrete with no protection. He was unconscious for a minute. Wow. He was... Full on unconscious in that huh. scene, um, which really illustrates the wait, violence. That is that Adam... the version that was in the movie? It doesn't though? speculate. Whether no, it's in the I movie can't or believe not. that they would have immediately seen like medical attention. Like it's his friend. Uh, and carrying on from more violence. Imagine if he died making this. That would have been crazy. Oh, what a fucking legacy! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then moving on from injuries in this movie. Yep. Winona Ryder broke her arm in the scene where she and Adam are riding bicycles. 
Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, that's when they go to the fire. They, yeah. they yeah. went through too much for this movie. Yeah, this this movie should not have been that. It's not really a labour of anything. This this movie was breaking bones and taking names and being bad. Um, breaking bad. This one, I'm not sure. Ahead of its time. I'm not sure. It might mean something to you. That's why I added. Um, when talking to Longfellow on the phone and still pretending to be a school nurse, uh, Babe or uh, Winona Pam. says that a boy named Billy Bart is in her office sick. Yeah. And that's a tribute to actor Billy Barty, who died in 2000. Making only three movie? months before production of this movie. Was he meant to be in this movie? I, I don't know. It's just, I don't even know who Billy Barty is. I just thought, I, there's no. a reference. You guys might know it. Nope. Nope. No, okay, no idea who that is. Completely relevant. Hey, if you're listening and you do, congratulations. Um, the only reference I came up with the, in the trivia to the original movie is the sign that says, Welcome to Mandrake Falls. Uh, it continues with a poem that is from the original film. Okay. What, did the poem, what did the poem say? I don't know. I didn't catch it. I just read this in the trivia. And the trivia doesn't say it what doesn't the poem It doesn't say what the poem is. It assumes you've probably That's seen the sh- movie. Yeah, but you didn't, and you didn't look it up? I'm not, I'm not that curious, to be honest. Yeah, nothing. I don't care. Um, okay, so this is a, a point we kind of brought up earlier. I don't know if it's the same, but um, early posters in some newspaper ads for this movie featured an unnamed elderly, elderly butler instead of John Turturro's character. Right. Uh, and this character is never in the film. So it's oh, not so it's old. not even that old guy that yeah. probably can't. It's just, it's not, I guess there was an not, even worse It's not older. old glasses and ears. <laughs> I guess there Wait, was an older... But hang on. Let's assume that they were going with that. Does that mean that John Turturro's character, was was he not in it? Like, who... What was the... What was yeah, the, what was the what end was the, of the movie? Yeah, what then? was the conclusion of this movie? I imagine that he was also in it. In a different role, maybe. Butler, maybe? Yeah. yeah. I, it didn't spec- say whether they had to do reshoots or anything. It's just that he was yeah. in the ads. And they never was in the movie. Maybe it, maybe was, a, maybe it was an overzealous production designer that didn't actually look into what was happening. Guys, yeah, when we maybe. start talking really deep about this movie, it makes me truly realise how little I care about any of this. Um, yeah, dude, I said it in the first place. Like, I just have no... I, I, I'm not invested at all. I'm not so, remotely invested. My next one is another one. We've also talked about this. You were saying Renona Ryder didn't really feel like the right fit and she didn't... She even uh, she well, actually, she's actually a pretty good actor. Yeah, yeah. She admitted in an interview with Empire Magazine that she felt miscast in this movie, hmm. which is like I would agree with that. That's fair. I think she killed it in that crime. Who do we there. think would have been better? Oh, uh, Drew Barrymore. No, Drew no. Bar- it doesn't fit really with the character. Drew Barrymore. Vicky Valentine. She's a bit more of a sweetie. I don't know, um, some, fucking someone. Whatever. I don't know, I can't think of anybody. No, but it's got to be out. someone who has the ability to be sweet, but also kind of a bitch, because like, she's supposed to be bad, but then she goes good when she realizes that she has no uh, bit of desires Courtney of her own. Bit of a bad bitch. Um, yeah, no, Courtney Cox would have been alright. Yeah, 2002 yeah. would have been alright. It's probably, when did Friends finish? It might have been around a time where Courtney Friends Cox... Friends was probably still running at this she point. She was probably pretty relevant, that might have worked. Yeah, but she was also making so much money she would have... Yeah, why would she be in a Sandler movie? So this is like interesting. I did look up... I did look oh, this know, up actually, on YouTube. Jennifer Aniston as well. Jennifer Aniston also yeah. would have worked really well. But I looked this but up. Not, She's going to be the bad bitch in it. But not Lisa Kudrow. No. No. Yeah. Like, the person... I've got to say, to Lisa Kudrow's credit, very interesting person, interesting actor. She's the character in Friends that mugs one of the earlier ones since she's younger. Still not that threatening. Mm. Still not that threatening. And that just says uh, more about like that, that Friends was quite a well-written show. It's pretty good. Which is relevant to what we're talking about now because this movie was terribly written. Guys, why don't we make a Friends podcast? That's a long fucking podcast. It's a long podcast. Very long. Um, I tried looking this up on YouTube, didn't get anything usable, but there is a 1983 Turkish version of the movie called Karolikla 
Carolically millionaire. Wait, what does that mean? I think it it translates to that thing millionaire. So I should have When did it come out? 1983. So I think it's based on the original. Yeah, it's not based on this one. Sure. But so yeah, it's there's a Turkish version that's very <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's something millionaire. Yeah, I assume that's where he's from. Yeah, it's just the same. Actually, movie. no, that's it's just it's just the same movie with more kebabs. That actually is. That was racist. I'm sorry. That is <laughs> infinitely infinitely more interesting than anything. Where you make Turkey, it's Turkey almost definitely. Make it's great almost definitely a better movie. Knowing um, <laughs> like, oh, nothing it about it, I'm pretty knowing sure. Nothing about it or Turkish cinema. Yeah, that's fair. As as we're probably making sure, we really don't know much about Turkey other than kebabs. I have the synopsis. It's probably good though. I uh, fucking love kebabs though. Bayram is a simple village drummer, and he inherits a fortune from his unknown father and becomes the richest man in Istanbul while he's trying to adjust to. I'm life, sorry. A reporter tries to get embarrassing stories about the simple. Wait, wait, wait uh, Oliver. Wait, when did it come need, out? When did it come out? 1983. Oliver, you need to see. Elsa has got 6.9 on IMDb, which is all right. You need to see the poster for this movie. What? <laughs> I love that, guys. That's great, uh, guys. Uh, wait, if you're listening, let me get a better look at that. If you're listening to this, <laughs> is that Joe Dante? Uh, <laughs> Peter Dante. Peter Dante. Uh, it does kind of look like him, guys. If you listen to this, it's a caricature of Peter Dante almost. Uh, <laughs> go to IMDb and search. Uh, yeah, it's. C A R I K L I M I L Y O N E R. Please, please do find this post. This is a glorious poster that everyone needs to see. Actually, there's a bit of a trend going here. We're all, we've almost got enough uh, movies that are based on the or like based on the same thing. To do a spin-off podcast with the originals, like they are going to be 100 better. We've already got the, the mixed nuts yeah, one, and we've yeah. got this. Let's get it going because I would rather watch those than any of the fucking <laughs> movies ahead of us. That's fair. Um, another second last bit of trivia. Uh, did you ca- any of you catch the uh, cameo by the director of this movie, Stephen Brill? Nope, because no. I don't know what he looks did like. You, was... did, you, you, did you guys see... You guys saw the Hell of Heat Boy, right? He nope, because I don't know what he looks he like. Was oh, a fire, he was a firefighter. Yeah, I thought he was. He was a firefighter that's like, oh, why are you chucking your boobs about? And she was like, oh. Oh, fire excites me. Yep. that guy. Um, that's, that's the Hell of Stephen Boy. Brill, the director, was uh, the violinist at Madison Square Garden when he went, did that Massive thing in the basketball. For a second there, I was thinking he was going to be the, Steve Brule. No, the guy that was running, the guy that runs a pornography website. I thought that you I, said I thought you said Stephen Brule, and I was thinking uh, John C. Riley, uh, which would have been fucking awesome. Guys, so, we're talking about the guy that runs the pornography website. Would you like to? Talk, no, <laughs> no. All right, all right, let's move on. Was, this is the, kind of funny, but I don't care. This he is, reminded me a lot of. Um, Fuck, what's his name? Uh, I think I Neil think, Campbell. Yes, I was, that's exactly what I was thinking of. It reminded me so, of Neil Campbell. this is my final bit of trivia. Seems like a Neil Campbell and character, I think, absolutely. I think there might be a lot to say and okay. discuss about this Please. One. So, um, don't jump straight in because there are... All right, we'll let you finish. I want you, to, I want you to really flag when you're finished so we can then... There are several allusions in this movie to the sci-fi Superman of 1978. The Superman sci-fi film of 1978. Now I'm just going to read a dot point list of uh, Superman one, like the first one. What, what, no, what is that? What I, what is that movie? Uh, Superman. Let's look it up. I didn't bother to do that. Wait, I'm like lazy. the original? What do you? Which? No. no, no, no. Oh, oh, yeah, the seventy something. Oh, there was a different Superman. Is that? Are we? Are we yeah, that's not the. 19, wait, nineteen seventy-eight. It's just called Superman. Oh, yeah. is it? No, the Christopher Reeve one. Is it the Christopher Reeve one? Uh, yeah. Christopher yeah, Reeve. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because seventies, okay. not eighties. Yeah, yeah. All right. So this, I'm just before. All right. Yep. Um. A resident of one lo- world leaves for another. Tenuous. The, antag- the antagonist is a powerful businessman. Extremely tenuous. A journalist falls for the title character. Uh, maybe. Babe recites a poem very similar to Lois Lane reciting her poem. Okay. And Lopez, like Mrs. Tess Marsha, 
turns against his superior and assists in Deed's victory. Victory. I'm going to say if that's the Very same. I'm going to say what you're doing there is uh, confusing the concept of common tropes Wait, is, is, with is that, there being a genuine link. Is this straight off the Moggy Dome? This is not an established theory. Are you, no, where are this, you positive? This was this was top IMDb trivia. Oh, okay. Top, oh, well, like like I thought not you even were like making not even, this connection. No, no, this is top IMDb no, trivia. I feel like mo- most of that is just that's a pretty common trope in a lot of movies. Guys, this movie already but it does have. Lots, it has that allusion to Spider-Man already that we've addressed. Yes. Is, it's not... Guys, is this part of the DC Cinematic Universe? No. Far from it. Guys. <laughs> guys, Spider-Man's in it. Well, guys, I mean, part of the I DC mean guys, guys, there's no. Doctor Strange, and now there's Mr. D. Guys, is, is there an Adam Sandler Cinematic Universe with superheroes? I mean, there is an Adam Sandler Cinematic Universe, Wait, because well, we have, like, Rob Schneider's characters, and, like, and like uh, Joe Dirt is a part of it, because Farmer Friends, and, like, yeah. you can really... I feel like we need to map out with like a bunch of like pins and string on a wall. I mean, no, we don't. It's like three movies. Yeah. The rest don't no, this pro- we can probably find more if we dug deep enough. We could probably do it. Um, what was I? Uh, from now on, we're referring to this as the Adam Sandler, the ASCU. Guys, this movie already goes to too many pains to be like, hey, look how great Adam Sandler is. We're not going to compare him to fucking Superman. Yeah, fair enough. All right, let's finish up with a a review. Sure. Pretty hectic review. Okay. A bit longer than normal, but I, I saw it and I had to read it. A bit longer than normal. Um, have you listened to the reviews that Chris reads on this podcast? Uh, it's it's one now, star. Now, it's... do you want us to interject at all, or would you prefer to get through uh, the whole if thing? You, if or... you have something you want okay. to say, yeah. Well, let's just listen. It's very long. It's probably best. Maybe um, we've got uh, nothing to say. I'll give you the I'll give you the title. It. Yep. I'll give you the title. Yep. Horrifying, unlaughable, probably a communist plot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I agree with the first two bits. Uh, the last bit seems a little bit. I was uh, I was with I was with you until I was for a while. Does it explain so, why it thinks it's a oh, let's, we'll get, we'll, let's hear. Let's hear hey, maybe points. I agree. I don't so, know. So points. This yep. is from the sixth of December two thousand two. Sean author Sean Davidson writes. Hey there, Sean. Hope this you're listening. This movie is simply awful. Hope, you, hope you're doing all right. Diseased and ridden with more fleas than any young man's long dead one liner underpants. What? I don't know. I don't That's know. a weird sentence. Al Sharpton is hilarious to laugh at, except at the mercy of these writers. How do you make Al Sharpton unfunny? Caps I mean, lock question mark. Is he funny? Is that He's a... more of a civil rights campaigner. Is, he, kind is of Al Sharpton known for being funny? John Turturro. He has been in stuff before. John yeah. McEnroe. Steve Buscemi. All talents. Is he getting Al Sharpton confused with Kenan Thompson's version of Al Sharpton? <laughs> I did realise that Kenan Thompson's version of Al Sharpton was pretty solid. Yeah. Like this movie pointed out to me. Uh, sorry, did he say John McEnroe is a good actor? Sorry, John Turturro. John McEnroe. All talents. Well, I mean, I guess in a sense. And, and in brackets, and, and funny. Yeah, that's Drained true. by this vampiric script. Uh, I thought John Turturro was quite good. Mm. Uh, this Death reeks from every orifice here. From the greeting card bits, what else to call them? Yeah, that's, to the that's fair. To the hackneyed physical stuff. Yep. And now he's got thoughts yep. with a bunch of... I points. did agree with so, that, though. I agree with all of that. I agree with all of this. I'm going to suggest this movie is more to do with the problems this human may have with right. themselves. I'm going to so, say that this... Look, this movie clearly has a lot of... Some of these issues he's flagged are valid... But I do think that this man needs to take a long, hard look <laughs> in the mirror. Hey, what's his name again? What's his... Uh, Sean David. Hey, Sean. Hey, Sean. Hey, Sean. Uh, look, I know this is 2002. It's like 14 years ago. Uh, if you are out there and listening, um, I would strongly encourage that you seek uh, some kind of psychiatric help. Yes. I think that it would probably be of use you're, to you. So you're on the right track. And that's this okay. Movie's garbage. I want to say, I'm, I'm in no way like demonizing well, he's that. He's got some more thoughts it's on It's just movie. like a lot of these problems may not be this movie. So no. this this is a very categorized list of thoughts he had about the movie, much to the much similar to the notes we write. Yep. Okay. What's with Sandler's voice dubbed over Murph? When will someone tell this idiot he can't do funny voices? He can't even manage his own ridiculous voice. Wait, what? What's who's Murph? That's uh, at the end with the 
Murphy is uh, uh, what's his Peter Dante's character. Oh, was it? Yeah. What? When was that? At the end with the cor- with the Corvettes, I'm pretty sure. Oh, was that Adam Sandler? I think so. Yes. I, I did think it was weirdly ADR. I didn't notice that it wasn't Peter Dante. I don't care about this. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. This is uh, this is this is more yeah, detail. Forty yeah. billion dollars toss twenty five k to random couple in a restaurant. Forty k for used bikes. Rent message for a night. Yep. The writers didn't even bother to stop drinking long enough to come up with one cool thing to do with a massive fortune. How do you make Brewster's Millions look like cinematic genius? I don't know what Brewster's Million is. Uh, the, the term, the phrase sounds familiar, but I honestly don't know. I think it's like an old, maybe a, t- oh, fuck, I don't know. I have no idea. This is no a confusing idea. review uh, and I don't get I do, dwell no, on it. I, I also, I think that that's sort of missing the point that the kind of the point of, of and I'm not saying it's it's a remotely good like well-developed character but his point was like yeah he wouldn't just go spend all the money on cool stuff because it's not the kind of person he is no he's kind of a you know he's, he's got those small town values uh, he didn't even want the money in there since yeah. when does nice mean retarded that's a fair point if, he's really losing me <laughs> that's if a fair he's never point. had me that's, but... no, that's a fair <laughs> that's a fair point but that's yeah that is kind of the, this movie did might a, be a shitty job point. of being like yeah, these small town people are so nice. No, they just seem very, like, silly. Like, yeah. just, they're, they're I mean, that's why he's onto something. Next point. He's onto something. Uh, mentally retarded does not mean... If... Some, I've totally... I've, well, it does guys, not. Guys, I don't if care small anymore. small town is so great, why is it full of psychos, dullards, and freaks of nature? Um, Good question. I don't know. Well... In... I don't agree with his next point. Didn't realise Ryder couldn't act. Uh, much like Sandler has been delivering the same performance again and again since onset of career. I don't think that's I disagree fair. with that. What? Go watch Stranger Things, dude. Yeah. Go, stop being in 2002. Go watch Stranger Things. She, she nailed it. Uh, ske- Stephen King is scary jokes? Question mark. What? There's a joke. There's a one joke where it's like Stephen King is scary. It's, it I was mean, a weird joke. It didn't make any sense. Isn't he was. like a noted? Like he's an infamous horror writer. But like he's the a joke pretty, was. He's probably like a very he is scary. He's an odd-looking dude. He's probably a very intense. He made a man. movie on cocaine. He's probably um, a very intense. Yeah, man. I mean that kind, of, that mind. I bet he is a kind of creepy dude. This one I don't understand the first language, but I get what he's trying to it's say. Got those real creepy. Glasses How tiny do you have to be down under to make yourself into a phony, physical, tough guy in every movie? I mean, does anyone actually believe that Sandler can beat the crap out of anyone else? Which is a good point. He does it's, like to fight in a lot of his movies. Yeah, he's compensating for something, um, or he's just an angry person. He might just be an angry guy. This guy has... This Guys, is... I've aggressively checked out of this right now. <laughs> on, on what I network? Didn't, like, I didn't think that I could be more tired or yeah. just wishing this podcast would end, but this goddamn <laughs> review, Morgan... On what network do you find a mustachioed, limey, Australian foreigner hosting an American... Just keep going. Don't even show. stop now. Just keep just going. Sandler and stop. Romance, Pastor and Nuclear Chunks. It's unintentionally funny that the premise also includes the phony, that phony Sandler could get someone if he didn't have money subplot. Can this guy even get dates as a movie star? This is a leading man. <sighs> Peter Gallagher's eyebrows, bald guy's beard, everyone's performance, sadism. French fries and Oreos on pizza. Hooey, that guy's a madcap. Same guy that gives the hero the turning point plot exposition in the end. While you're at is it, why don't you land a helicopter now? at Wendy's? Yeehaw, they're out of control. I just want to say, though, like as much as we're like checking out on this... This is legitimately the exact same thing we do. We can't hold yeah, it too much yeah. against oh, yeah, this. Yeah, is, yeah. This is so... It's exactly what we do. Guys, I think, I think maybe it was a cry for help. I think maybe we all need to see psychiatric help. Um, guys, yes. Why it... are we doing this? Guys, is this what it's like to listen to this podcast? Guys, guys. guys I'm really sorry. I'm right, so we're sorry. Almost, we're almost there. I'm going to go kill myself. Oh, we're not done! Fucking hell. We got, two, we got one more point <sighs> and then... A okay, yes. admittedly, like, I'm not going to care so much about the slog of these movies now because I'm hating this. Yes. So, yes... Like any sensible American, I found myself actually rooting for the ice on the lake to win after egregious, after the egregiously fat woman didn't have the cajones to finish the job. 
I'm making travel Cajones. arrangements. Cajones. Cajones. I'm making aggressively fat woman. Jen. Yeah, but that's kind of mean. It's mean. I am making travel arrangements to Hollywood to personally Look, get my man. money back from these thieves. Time permitting, we'll torture them for ninety odd minutes by making them watch. Well, little Nikki comes to mind. Winky face. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, no, that tracks. No, look, this movie wasn't good, but this guy... This movie's better than Little Nicky. I there disagree. Was some, there were some definite parallels... This movie is better than I Nikki. disagree. There were some definite parallels between that review and what we do, but that was definitely some crazy shit in there. Well, I feel like it also helps that, you know, we at least can talk to each other about it. And we're not just throwing, like, just sounding off, like, randomly. Like, I feel like... Yeah, he seems like maybe he doesn't have someone to talk to in no. his life. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, if I sat here and re- we recorded me reading through my notes I made for this movie, it would be about the same as that. Yeah, no, probably. this would be... Look, this would be if you disappeared and someone found your journal and this just you'd written things, you'd scribbled things about movies <laughs> and then they posted it on the internet. If... Okay... If, if I disappeared and someone who wasn't you guys found my, my reviews of Adam Sandler movies, I feel like that would grossly, like, m- like inappropriately portray my life. I was a lot more than that, but I don't know that, like, that, like the way that would come across is just like, oh, this guy had a really sad what? life. Like, are, you, are you saying that it would be weird if, say, in decades to come, someone just finds my uh, Adam Sandbox book and is like, oh, what was this guy about? And they would say, it's sad. It would be especially <laughs> weird if they didn't know who Adam Sandler was. Yeah. So uh, I, think that... I think it's pretty sad even if they do and also they know that you do other things. Why did we devote this much time to it? We have already, between watching the movie and making this, what episode is this? 15. Fucking, we've devoted at least, like, Three full days worth... No, two, wait, wait, 36 hours. That's a day and a half. We've devoted over at least a day, though. I like, wouldn't... We've devoted... I, these movies are not two hours long, Luke. No. Uh, the podcast recording and the movie together... Oh, shit, yeah. ...is, like, probably about three hours oh. already each one. So look at, it, like, probably, like, 45, oh. 45 hours. Yeah. Realistically. Fuck my life. What are, we, well, I think we've come to a depressing little end to this week's... Yep, episode. Chris, this is what you get for not being here. It's what you get. Um, can I? What, what are we doing next week? Luke? Life is short. We're wasting um, time. Everything is terrible. I need to check this. Feel free to you know edit over you saying the correct movie. But I'm pretty sure next week we're doing Master of Disguise. Oh yes! Oh, so you I put think, the fire in me, Luke. <laughs> so I think we can easily put a um uh so easily put a, a little announcement on who's gonna be. Look, the, uh, no, I think it's better we leave it because we've got some stuff to figure out before we actually do that. Got some things to do. But, uh, you know, uh, God willing and all going according to plan, uh, next week will be Master of Disguise. Another, another, I, yes, it's, we will have a guest on because it is not technically uh, an Adam Sandler starring vehicle, but it is, uh, you know, the, the hand of Sandlaw or Sandlect as it is now. Sandlect, yeah, I suppose. Is well and truly, is well and truly present, uh. I think it will be, um, look, just predicting at this stage, I have a feeling it's going to be an interesting episode. Yep. Um, because I know that the guest we're going to have on is a passionate fan of this movie, and we are not <laughs> joking about that. That is a 100% truthful statement. Guys, I want to end this podcast right. Master of Disguise is shit hot. Opposite of Bonjour to everyone. Opposite of Bonjour!